Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. to the 267th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Sandy, uh, you know, before I started this new job, I told you that I was going to be like, I'm going to try to make sure I balance that work life. I'm going to manage my work life balance, make sure that I'm not working on weekends after hours and such. Mm -hmm. Um, I should have known that that wasn't going to last forever, at least, or just it it wouldn't be a consistent thing because I found myself working a decent bit this weekend. So what were you working on this that you had to do it this weekend? It's always it's always like a deadline, you know? And I guess I should have I should have I shouldn't have been as optimistic about it as I was or as I was before I started. Now, I don't want to say I was completely disillusioned. I did imagine that there were going to be deadlines that just needed to be hit. And when that happens, if you got to work 45 hours, if you got to work 50, 60 hours, uh, in a week, you make it happen. It's really just a crunch. It's not like a major, like a consistent thing. So I don't, so I, what I want to say is I've, I've tried to be very mindful of it and make sure I stayed consistent and try to be, uh, try to get everything that I needed to get done in my 40 hours. But what I was basically, basically what I was working on or have been working on this weekend is an abstract for a conference. So the project that I've been working on for the last, let's say like five months or so, is looking really good. The results have been really good. And we want to try to present some of this data at a conference where there'll be a lot of researchers studying similar things. And I want to show off these results. And to do that, I needed to have an abstract to basically describe the work, give a, a teaser of the results, uh, explain the methodology, and you know, kind of conclude from there. And so the project, while is, I want to say the project is about 80% finished, maybe even a little bit more, I still had some numbers that I wanted to generate. And so I was going back and forth with my boss, sending the uh, a, a draft of my abstracts and trying to gather some numbers to be able to tease like, okay, these are the results. And the idea is that when you submit these abstracts, the, the, uh, the conference organizers will review the abstracts and they'll determine if they think your work is worthy of a talk, a poster or nothing. Um, so there's really no reason that they wouldn't allow you to give a poster unless the work is kind of, you know, shoddy. So uh, my boss bosses actually think that the work has a high potential to get a talk. So it'd be cool. I'd be able to go up and speak for 15 minutes plus five minutes for questions to discuss the work. And so that's kind of what I've been working on is getting these numbers. Basically, I, I, we've had a, a pretty final version of the abstract itself, but I had to run a few scripts and, and uh, you know, take the data from this point to another point to try to get the proper numbers that we need to to say, hey, these are these are our numbers for at least one particular use case, and this is why we think we are the work is interesting, and we hope to get a talk with that. The uh, is the work that you're being asked to to complete right now something that is considered part of your like deliverable set, or is this all extra? I would say everything, yeah, definitely part of the deliverable. The, it's just it's it's really just a matter of okay, it was it's because the deadline for this abstract is tomorrow, is Monday for so today for the people listening to this on Monday, um, it just has to it, it, the 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 numbers the 
these numbers or the production of these numbers is a bit accelerated because these are numbers that I was going to be working on for I would have been working on this week to generate, mm-hmm. but uh, we we need a very specific example. So I need to basically create these numbers. I need to create like a set of I think like twenty five of them. Um, we wanted a teaser, so I just needed to create one of the twenty five. But the the method to create these numbers wasn't in place yet, and so that's what I was trying to develop last night and this morning. And so, yeah, overall, it's definitely part of the del- deliverable set. And just because of this particular deadline for, for these numbers or for the abstract, that's what required it to be accelerated to today. How does it feel putting in the uh, the weekend work for a salaried position? <laughs> it's still very similar to doing the weekend work for the grad student position. But as a grad student, oftentimes the work was... And I don't, I don't want to say like my boss was telling me, oh, you got to get this done. It's not like that. And and my boss, my 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 grad advisor wasn't necessarily telling me the same thing. It's just you are you are aware of the deadline for a particular thing. It's not like they are saying you need to do this because um, like it, it's a conference. This is just the deadline that they gave us. This is the deadline that we have. When it comes to the the, the real like day to day deliverables for this work, it's really papers and the. The deadlines are kind of imposed by my bosses in that aspect, in that regard. And so it's like, okay, well, let's try to get something done by the end of, let's just say, the end of February for the sake of an example. That is more or less arbitrary. There's no, there's nobody else other than us holding us to that deadline. But with this particular deadline, with this abstract, it's like, okay, well, there's a conference. If you want to present to the conference, which is literally in June, so we're still, uh, what, four months away from that, it has to be done, like, today. And so... Um, in terms of then, is this different than my grad school work, those deadlines? Not really. There were oftentimes conferences just like this where there was a deadline or a grant deadline or something, some type of deadline that was external to the day-to-day work that we would do that had to get done. And um, again, like these are things that were going to be done anyway. It's just that they had to be accelerated just, just a little bit. So overall, um, I'm not worried about it too much. Um, it's just like this isn't going to be a consistent thing. But I'm I'm happy to do it because I'm excited about the work. Like I'm excited about these numbers and I'm new to the field. So it's a little strange. I, I imagine like if I'm giving this talk, I'm going to come in and say, okay, well, I've, I've been in this field for, let's say at this point, at the time that I would be giving a talk would be just under a year. I've been in your field that you guys have been in for, you know, some of you decades. And here I am, a newcomer, just a few months or uh, not even a year into the game. And I'm telling you that, you know, this, you should be doing something this way because this way is better. It's a bit, uh, it's, it's a bit uh, radical, you know, so. Yeah, I, I have a very interesting relationship with like work expectation. I think it's partly because of where I work and what I've done what i'm comfortable with doing i know there's a lot of people out there that are like you know you you pay me for 40 hours and i'm only going to work 40 hours and i think that's certainly industry specific right right if you if you're forced to clock in and clock out then yeah it makes sense to you know if you're going to head into work clock in immediately and do everything you need to do while you're there on company time and then when you clock out you don't do anything because you're not getting paid outside of it i get that that's that's totally fine i think in the industries that I work in, in the uh, in the jobs that I've had recently, it's a little bit more amorphous in a sense, where 
the line between working and not working is not always as clear. I mean, I'm not in the office, sure, but you could argue that anytime I download a new app and something happens that I think is really cool, that's like work. Because then my brain goes into work mode to be like, well, how do we right. how do we translate this into what we're doing? Or when you're just thinking about like, uh, you know, creating teams and running teams and managing teams, you might have to do that on your off time just to get a like set up future you to be in a better position. And so to that point, I always part of me can't help but scoff at this idea of like, oh, you know never do any weekend weekend work because you know I'll, I'll do everything on company time it's like well that that i don't know if this is the right you know uh comparison here but i, I read this thing on uh on reddit that was like you know you, you women expect to be treated like queens but then don't treat their men like kings and like there's like an imbalance there and i'm thinking well is the same thing with work where every most jobs that we have in this world are like at will employment so you can leave your job at any point when you find a new opportunity. And sometimes the opportunity that you look for is, you know, I just found something more challenging and that's fine. But similarly, your your company can just fire you or let you go and be like, you know, it's just not working out. And, and why is that? Well, we just don't feel like we're going to really want to continue this working relationship together. And so I think when you create a more realistic relationship with what you're doing, then you can decide whether the extra effort that you put in is worth the time that it takes to do that when it takes away time from other things. Yeah. The, uh, I'll definitely tell you this. It, and I've, I've had these thoughts a lot, especially with regards to it's So yeah, there's a difference between actively like opening my computer and sitting down and write running code or analyzing data, things like that. Right. But there's other things too. Um, literally just like the way my brain is functioning. Am I thinking about work? Am I, am I creating a plan of action for how I'm going to do a particular task? There were, there was a period of time and still happening now, but there was a period of time as I was really in the depths of the analysis um, about a month ago where I'd be waking up, like Gordon would wake up crying and I would get out of bed and I would, you know, I would start soothing him and I would just be thinking, okay, um, this is this is where I've left off with work yesterday. This is this type of stuff. Like this is the, this is what I want to generate next. How do I go about doing that? What's the what's the the uh, the creative way of getting the data to that that point? As well as reading papers. So if I'm reading papers about the like if I'm reading papers related to the work that I'm doing, you know, scientific paper research that's been conducted in in the same field that I'm working in, is that work? This not that's not really a great use of my time during my forty hours when I'm in the office, unless it's directly directly related to what it is that I'm doing. If I'm trying to identify a particular gene, like if I'm trying to figure out the function of some type of gene and relate it to what it is that I'm doing. Now, if it's like, oh, there's a group that's doing something that's somewhat related, I'm probably not going to be doing that during my my typical forty hours, and that is going to be done either at home or like on the train ride home, something like that. So those are hours that I don't even really comprehend or, or consider work, but they're definitely work related. And I feel like it's a separate category. Like it, it's almost, I don't know how to properly categorize it. It's not necessary because it's, it's not necessary to do. Right. But it's, it's, uh, it's like, it's, 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 it's making your work into a hobby a bit. So maybe not the thinking about how I'm going to function or do something at work 
you know, the next day when I'm, you know, at 3 a.m. in the morning. But maybe it's like if I'm if I'm reading these papers, you're not necessarily reading it because of work. You're kind of reading it because it's your hobby at that point, because it's not necessary to do to to it's not necessary to do to um to succeed at your task, but it will make you better at succeeding your task and make you a better worker and hopefully in the end make you, uh, you know, present better opportunities to you in the future. Mm hmm. Um, right that, it's that about like it's about setting yourself up for yeah. for success so yeah and it doesn't even always have to be like that i mean it could be just for your sake of entertainment like uh w- reading a book maybe instead of reading a book you're reading a science paper uh, that could be the correlation right there but yeah um yeah i mean it, it, you know they say like you're gonna do all this stuff on company time well do we spend every second at work doing work stuff and like what would happen if you just you had some sort of like auto timer that anytime you you read something that wasn't work related you did something that wasn't work related like that episode of the office right but it just time just stopped like yeah oh you sneezed that's that's two seconds you owe the company right right taking walks that's what i do every time i fitbit you know every hour i try to get up and walk like three minutes an hour but like like, those are are three minutes where i'm not sitting at my desk coding or or analyzing so do they take that from me is that, is that a half hour a day that you got to right. get back? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it, it's when I when I th- when I think about this, when I thought about this, it's like, okay, yeah, I want to be as engaged. And, and this is also because you know I got I got Gordon here now. It's like, okay, well, I want to make sure that I I am I am playing a very active role in his in his in his in in, like, in our raising of him. And so, I think about. I want to make sure that I am I am as accessible as I possibly could be on the weekends or even after hours at wor- after work hours because if I don't need to do something like there I guess this is this is the, this let me let me rephrase I I want to work a job where it's not expected that I am constantly available now I am more than happy to do stuff like what I have been doing where it's like okay well you have you have some deadline. You have you have to crunch a little bit extra every now and again to get something done because of a deadline. I don't mind doing that. But if this if this was like a constant daily thing for my everyday task, because basically what what is being asked of me is not possible to do in a reasonable amount of time, then that would be like, okay, you know what, this job isn't for me. It's probably not something I'm going to want to do long term. Or maybe it's like, okay, well, you know what, for the sake of my development, for my career. Maybe that's the decision that Lane and I would would have would have made going into this, but right now it's like it's again very similar to my to my uh, PhD work, a little bit different though. But um, the the expectation is okay. You know what you need to get done is going to get done in the office in these particular hours. We're not really going to ask you to do anything outside of that. And if you don't get something done that you that you know we wanted you to get done in this particular time, if it's because it would have taken too much time to do, then that's acceptable too. Yeah, I think it's uh, what you're, what's it called? What you're comfortable with, uh, in terms of putting your or your time up for that kind of stuff, and then wondering on the back end what the effect that might have, right? Like if I don't know, I always balance that with well, does doing this put me in a better position to hit some goals, and do those goals then lead up to bigger goals? And bigger things that put me in a better position to either make more money or put me in a better position to learn something or put me in a better position to be in a leadership position or anything that's super positive on my professional career, knowing that your 
your ability to move up corporately it does have like we'll call it a like a boost window and the younger you are the longer and higher that boost percentage is it does get to a certain point where uh with every year that passes that that does start to shrink a little bit now grin this is industry specific um so it's one of those things where do you want to experience like more physical creature comforts now or later and i think that's something that we all have to decide for ourselves because obviously what you're comfortable with is going to be different than what your coworker is comfortable with right and we're all we're all out here doing our own thing right and so what is considered successful for you may not be considered successful for somebody else and that's okay it's just if, if as long as you're happy you and your family uh are happy with the decisions that have been made and the life that you guys have created and you don't feel like you have like want things or you can't afford the things that you need as opposed to affording things that you want, you know, it's, it's, uh, you would consider that a job well done. I just think that the barometer is different for different people. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I remember being to- totally okay with going into work on Saturdays when I was what at Amex, uh, even FanDuel. Even, I mean, even at Ogilvy, just like going in on a Saturday, just putting in like eight to 10 hours, just be like, you know what? I need to catch up on a lot of stuff because we've been working heads down on some other things. And this is going to put me in a great position to take advantage of some other stuff down the road. And I probably just prioritize that because I have nothing else going on. Yeah. What am I going to do? Just sit at, sit at home and duty all day? Right, right. You know, like I'd rather just put some music on, put a movie on, just like just grind this stuff out. And then it's a Saturday. Right, so it's sort of it's technically free time. Now, could I have gone out and like done stuff in the world? Absolutely, but right. at that moment, that's what I consider to be the the most important thing. I mean, it's similar to like working late, right? Like if you sure yeah. you might have a deadline, but you know, it's a, it, what, why weren't we able to do this during the day? Was it because we had a lot of meetings? Was it because something else came up that you had to? you know, complete first. I mean, I know there've been many days where I go into work early because I know that I have, you know, an afternoon full of meetings and I'd like to get three to four hours of work done. And I think the the time that we, uh, the time that we put towards our job is not only like weekend specific, but every day specific. Like, do you stay late? Do you go in early? And like, do you work on the train? You know, do you work through lunch? And like a lot of these things, if you become accustomed to it, it's almost like not doing it feels weird. Yeah. There's so many different factors and variables that are involved when it comes to that too. Yeah. The, the, the idea of meetings, meetings can really mess everything up. You know, you, when you have, when you have a full plate of stuff to do and you're like, oh, you got, you got a meeting, you, you got like three meetings today and each of them are like an hour long. One of them ends up running like 30 minutes later. You have like an impromptu meeting with a coworker. You still got that full plate of stuff to get done. You, uh, how, how do you go about getting it done? Do you push everything back and tell people, okay, well, I know I was supposed to have this done by Thursday, but uh, you know, because of these meetings and because of these other things, I'm not going to get it done Thursday, or are you going to put that extra time in? And that's not to say that it might not, it might, that's not to say that it wouldn't be okay to say, okay, well, this got pushed back for reasons X, Y, Z, but you kind of have to figure out, is that acceptable? And if it's not, then that's when I put in those extra hours. If it's acceptable, then yeah, say, okay, well, Let's not forget that while I have this particular project, I also have another two projects too that I got to work on. And if if it's if it's my boss who's dictating these particular um, expectations, 
then I, I, I kind of have to be the person to remind them and say, hey, don't forget, we're also working on, you know, th- this is also a priority too. I can't completely ignore that. And therefore, I got to, things are going to get pushed back a little bit in both directions or on both on both projects and make that, you know, let that be known. I feel like it's, I feel like it's in my realm of responsibility to explain that at times. Like, okay, well, I know that because my, like my boss can't really do what I do on a day-to-day basis. The, like the coding and things like that, like that's, that's my expertise. And I think that he wouldn't really, he wouldn't understand or know how long something would really take. And so that is my responsibility to say, okay, well, it would take, you know, X days, X hours, whatever, to finish a particular task. However, we also have another project that is high priority. So I'm only going to dedicate, you know, this amount of time to to project A and this amount of time to project B, which is going to cause everything to get pushed back in both directions or in both projects because I can't, I can't put a full day's worth of work into both of them. I can't do eight hours into one project and eight hours in another project. Like for me, at least that's not possible. That's not possible. And again, that goes back to like what I was saying. If that was an expectation that I would be able to do that. And that's when I got to say, Hey, like we got to change something here. Well, that's certainly in my, in my eyes, that's your responsibility as an employee to always let your manager know uh, what's going on. I think uh, one of the one of the I guess what's the I guess one of the thought processes we'll call it that I've always used for for work is your job is to make your boss's life easier or make him look better, and then that way it uh it all ladders up in a sense. We're all on the same team, right? So we're all trying to get the very similar things done, and. Your boss, what your boss is focused on is going to be different than what you're focused on simply because if he's in a leadership position, he has different goals than you. Yeah. You're, you might be on a contributor level, so you have to contribute the information that will help him make a decision. You can't, you can't ask to be like, uh, like someone more important or ask to be included in those decisions if you're not contributing in some way to those decisions being made. Otherwise, you just want to be a voice in something. And I don't think, you know, you would have technically earned the right to even share your opinion. Like your opinion just doesn't matter in that sense. I think, you know, we we do tend to be, uh, we, we put ourselves in a position of success if we share what we're going through and how, like what kind of help we may need to to reach our goals. Yeah. And the earlier that we share that kind of stuff, the the better position we can make sure that everyone's expectations are met. Because that's the I think that's one of the toughest things about work is like when expectations aren't met, then it's like, well, there was a breakdown in communication somehow because the expectation was that this was going to get done on like a Tuesday. Well, it's Thursday and it's still not done. And, you know, we work in these environments where your work supports other people's work or vice versa. And yeah. then there's like a massive downstream effect and there's really not that much time. Uh, I mean, you know, time flies. We're already midway through February in 2020. Weren't we just talking about 2020 being the new year? Yeah. And so like time is incredibly valuable, especially if there's like a speed to market uh, factor that you get to take into account. So, you know, you you give it your best and sometimes there's going to be like delays. You know, you get sick, data wasn't right. You got to rerun an assay or, or something. That's fine. But as long as everyone understands why it happened, and then when you do the thing that you, you try and make sure that you're doing it to the best of your ability, yep. then it's fine. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. I uh, I often think of like the video game industry and mm-hmm. the expectations not just from not just from leadership but from fans with how early a lot of games are announced. You have games that get announced like 2 to 3 years ahead of time and fans have all sorts of expectations about like oh wow you're going to have you're going to have this feature and that feature this is what it's going to look like and a lot of times when these announcements are made like when we, so think of like E3 you know the the big the big conference where a lot of video games are announced each year and companies like uh what's what's the uh Cyberpunk 2077 right that mm-hmm. was announced that was announced like 2 to 3 years ago yeah CD Project Red yeah you had you had a trail you had a trailer for it with extensive gameplay well the and, trailer even from what years ago is not what we where it is now yeah it was a super arty stylized one yeah and so I just wonder, or not wonder, but I think of the the people that are working on those games because these games are announced not, so it's not just that the games themselves are announced, but oftentimes you'll put a release date on some of these things really far in advance. Okay. It might not be a specific like, oh, March, you know, 1st, 20, 2020, or, you know, let's say, so if it was announced today, March 1st, 2022, they might just say, oh, coming in this, this year or this quarter of this year. Even so, that's a that's a huge task for some of the people that are working on the games because, for you know, management says we got it, we got to we got to put this out at this point. Well, yeah, for the next two years, then you got to be working your butt off to make sure you 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 achieve each of those goals that are that are set. But for one reason or the other, maybe it's a story decision or just um, uh, a hardware limitations, you can't get certain things done. Or maybe you just can't meet the deadline that was that was being laid out that that had been set out, you know, however however long ago. It's uh there 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 are too many crunches, or there are very many crunches in the video game industry, and I feel like part of it is due to how early things get announced, and the, just the the overwhelming number of people who are involved in in setting these dates. Yeah, I mean that's one of the the business aspect of things coming in, and you know, crunch sucks for anyone who has to experience crunch. I think yeah. for people who don't uh for people who haven't gone through that kind of stuff it's really easy to say well you're getting paid to do it so just do it yeah it's like these are the same people who are like well i'm only going to do things on company time right yeah and people don't understand that there is a uh an expectation there and just your your argument doesn't hold water in a sense to me it's like well crunch is crunch i get that um but you can't there's just a sense of entitlement there that i that i can't get down with because if can you imagine those same people being told at their job just be like hey you sick just suck it up and finish your work before you go home yeah or like it's, you know it's it's i find that kind of stuff really appalling and just i don't i don't give it any time it's similar to like you know yeah. you and i have certainly shared our uh frustrations with duty right for <laughs> yeah. example the night that uh, season two launched and i was like why is it that i just spent all this money on 200 megabit internet and it's like super down and yeah. we couldn't get to play. Right. And it's like, oh, it's because of, uh, it's not on my side, it's their side. Like yeah. something about like the effect of the uh, the duty season two launch, like affecting the internet. Yeah, just millions of people downloading. It's like millions of people downloading the same file, but like how many how many people can access that file at once or how many servers are hosting that file and how many, how many of those servers can serve that file to the millions of people who are also trying to download it simultaneously. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, it's like crunch is crunch. And if this is the industry that it is in, then 
part of me is like, well, then just is that just like if you understand the rules and you just go out and do it. Uh, but you also have to balance that with like personal, physical, and like psychological, emotional health. And part of me is like, well, you know, is it privileged to say you also have to be in a position to monitor your own health so you know like when you got to take a day? You know, most of us aren't surgeons. Most of us aren't air traffic control people. So you take a day, you take a day. Um, now, granted, that's also super specific to project timelines and whatnot. But I think there's this, there's this notion, this like misplaced notion that we have to hide things from our bosses or hide things from our superiors because we think they'll get mad at us if we don't deliver. And it's like, that's that's some childish nonsense, right? Like yes. we're all grown adults. We work at a place of business. No one's going to get angry or upset at you because you had to miss a deadline and like in a, in the way that would motivate you to hide that stuff. Because then you are working against the team by hiding that kind of information. People are still going to be upset, sure, but they're going to be way more upset if you like hid stuff from people. That that's like elementary yeah. school level yeah. logic. Oh, and yeah. so when you work with people like that, you're like, are you out of your mind? Like that really starts to breed distrust in people. It's like, well, now does this mean you need more oversight from people who can't afford to give you oversight? You know, people keep talking about when they get to each other, oh, I'm a self-starter. You know, I don't need a lot to get things going. I can self-manage. I can do all these things. It's like, all right, so all I hear is buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. But tell me about a time where you had to manage multiple yep. uh, deadlines. And they were all crashing at the same time. And you couldn't get an extension. How did you manage that? Are you the person to burn the midnight oil? Are the pers- Are you the kind of person to give everyone a sense of insight into what you're doing? Because that's happening at work right now. We have, I'm the only product designer on like four projects. And so do you think I'm just like, well, it's a black box and I'm just going to decide on my own who gets their stuff first. It's like, are you, are you insane? You know, there's like all this communication that has to happen so that yeah. everyone feels like their project is being sufficiently managed and there's always a way to prioritize things. That was when I was interviewing for jobs, communication was like the number one word that I was using when it came when it came to a lot of just like this this discussion. It's like the 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 amount of times that you've had problems in the past with a particular project and again especially in my in my field i'm i am a person who is kind of a liaison type of type of person between a biologist and a computer scientist and i don't want to say a the i'm not really interacting with computer scientists scientists so much i'm really the person who's able to communicate with the biologist and say okay well i can I can take your massive data set and I can pull in, I can I can identify, let's say, just genes of significance from your massive data sets. I have to then communicate to you how I'm going to do that and how long it's going to take. But you also have to communicate to me what is the significance of these results or what is the significance of the starting data so that I can understand why the, the, the results that I identify are, are in fact significant. And if you're not all on the same page from the very beginning, you, you you can like I can end up doing an analysis on something that's just not even remotely relevant to what it is that you're looking for. So communicate and like that that is on the level of making like the the inch like finalizing or figuring out what your actual deliverable is. 
But yeah, you got to communicate how how long things are going to take if there are roadblocks that, that you didn't expect as you hit them. Because if you tell somebody that you're going to be done with something in two weeks and a week in, you find out that, oh, it's going to take a week or like, let's say you, you find out it's going to take two weeks to run something <laughs> to begin with. Um, how, how are you going to hit your two week deadline at that point? So you got to be able to let people know, like keep people in the loop. Exactly. I think that's just the responsible thing to do. Yeah. But you'd be surprised, right? You'd be surprised what kind of people, what kind of behavior people think are, is acceptable. And it's like, you know, if we just talked about this, then we have a much better chance at uh, managing all this stuff. Yeah. So. That's yeah. My, that's my phone. That's my bed. No, you're fine. I'm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, how much did you get all the work done? Yeah. So I was just uh, my my uh, boss just hit me with like four emails as we were as we were talking, and um, he he replied to my to my to my abstract and was like, okay, it looks per- it looks really good. You know, he he edited a few things down. He's really looking forward to talk this week, right? And then. He goes, actually, no, use this one. He added an he added a word to the abstract just to kind of clarify something. And then uh I was I had like written up just a super quick, like, all right, cool, perfect uh, response. And before I hit send, he hit me with an email. Actually, I think you need to pay to submit this. So I'm just gonna go ahead and submit it for us, um, if that's fine with you. And I was like, all right, well, I'll re- I'll reply once we finish. But yeah, I, I'm I feel happy with it. I feel really good about it. I'm, I'm definitely really excited. The it's it's funny again like as i've started or as as i i've only been in this job now i just hit my seven month um do you call it it's not a really an anniversary right isn't an anniversary is it a year or is it anyway it doesn't matter i've been here for seven months mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting like you know you you sit down with them to, to begin with i used to work with plants now i work with human diseases uh sit down and talk about these are the things that we want to work on does that sound exciting to you like to me like in general yeah that sounds super exciting but i have no idea how i'm going to do that and as you start to get into the the weeds and you figure things out you get a better understanding of things you get a bunch of ideas like oh do people do this why don't people do that you just get you generate a ton a ton a ton of ideas to how to do things you get a much better understanding of what it is that you're working with and it becomes super exciting as you go like i have all these crazy thoughts of where i would like to see this project or these this like pipeline go in the future and so yeah as i get this abstract done it's like it's really cool because it forces me to it forces me to boil everything that i've been working on over that last how long into 250 words and those 250 words represent that that like final product and so then with this abstract i get to flesh out those 250 words into a 15 minute presentation to explain to everybody okay this is this is how i went about this process it it helps me put everything back into perspective like obviously i know what it is that i've been doing on a day-to-day basis but it really forces me to condense it down and put it into perspective and just kind of refocus to myself this is what you're doing or this is why you're doing what you're doing and so um yeah as i as i finish this up i'm like excited to get back into work you know tomorrow i'm not doing anything else today <laughs> I've, I've done enough i've done enough work for the, for the weekend um but uh because I got a lot of other things to do to handle today, so yeah, it, it excites me to get back into things tomorrow. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. you going to work tomorrow? Uh, I'll be working from home tomorrow. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I'm not working tomorrow. The office is closed tomorrow. So. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's tomorrow? President's Day. Hmm. Do I have tomorrow off? 
You should probably... No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. If I'm... Yeah, I'll I'll double check, but I I don't think I don't think we have tomorrow off. I got enough stuff that I need to handle anyway that I would I would I would put some time in tomorrow regardless. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's get out of here. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.